it's Sam and Scott from Ship It Studios Premier Wrestling Podcast, Above the Ring. And Sam, let's talk about Riverside.fm, the leading podcast and video creation platform that's changing the game on how creators record their content. Riverside.fm allows you to record studio-quality audio and up to 4K video on their platform. Now you can interview a guest a thousand miles away, and it will sound like you're sitting in the same room. Did you know that it's as easy to use as Zoom, but it gives much higher quality audio and video recordings? Did we mention that they have a mobile app? This allows guests to connect directly from their phone and record content from anywhere. After your content is finished, you can easily grab clips to share them across your social media channels. So if you're looking for a platform to put over for all your recording needs, from podcasts to webinars to other video content, you should be using uh, Riverside.fm. Sign up today so you can focus on your content and leave the quality to Riverside.fm. Use promo code SHIPIT and receive 30% discount on the first three months of your subscription. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to your Royal Rumble host show. I am your host, Vince's Voice of Reason. My name is Scott, and with me tonight, once again, is Mr. Zach from our friends over at Back to the Ring. Zach, how you feeling after this Rumble tonight? I'm feeling uh, overall pretty good. Kind of a lackluster end for me. I, I made some predictions that were very wrong, but and I think that they would have been better if Vince went with what I did. But you call yourself the voice of, Vince's voice of reason, so I don't know. What do you think? Well, once again, he didn't listen to me because I didn't win this either. So we That's have to give congratulations, unfortunately, to your tag team partner, the Riddler. Got more more wins tonight than than the rest of us and he officially ties me now with three show wins apiece and with revolution and wrestlemania the only two left we are getting down to the nitty-gritty see who will become the first ever ship it studios wrestling champion so you're saying i'm out of it i have no, no chance no, no. no you're not out of it you're not out of it yet because we both have three, you have one, Sam has two. Mm-hmm. So there's still a way for this to end up being a complete and utter tie, and that would be the worst ever, but it would be also be hilarious. It would time. be funny to figure out some kind of sudden death for, I don't even know what we would do, but it would be kind of fun to figure out for the first time dealing out our championship who, how that's going to work. Yeah, exactly. It's... That'd be great booking. <laughs> That would be. That would be very, very good booking. It would be also be hilarious. It would be fun. <laughs> All right. So let's jump right into things with our first match of the night being the Universal Championship match between Roman Reigns. Seth Rollins. What did you think of that ending? Oh, uh, just the ending? Yeah, it was. <laughs> well, the match itself too. But well, the, yeah, it seems like really it was. seems like people are talking about the ending. It was kind of weird watching in real life. First of all, like it it kind of looked like the referee took Seth's hand and put it on the rope, <laughs> even though it was like I the. Know. When someone's in a submission hold, picking up their hand and drop it three times to see if they're actually yep. out. I knew what yep. they were going for, though, and I kind of liked it, actually. I don't know if I've 
really seen something like that. The ref picks it up and drops it, but then, and that's the moment where Seth, in this case, reaches out and he's able to grab the rope. Um, so I right. actually kind of liked that aspect of it. And, um, and then of course, Roman gets DQ'd because Seth was getting in his head the whole time. But I, I don't know. It seemed like people didn't really like the finish, but I didn't mind it because I loved Seth throughout this match. I, I loved the way he was acting and clearly getting in Roman's head. He's laughing the whole time. I, I thought his character was great throughout the match. So in that sense and getting in Roman's head, it kind of makes sense where he was able to get to him and elicit the DQ finish. What did you think? Yeah. No, I, starting as soon as I heard that shield music, I I almost dropped my phone. I was like, wait, what? That was epic. Wow. Okay. Full head game here. Yeah. It was it was absolutely nuts. Uh and wearing the gear and just the laughing and the cackling that he does for me, it's some of my favorites. I love that that cackle laugh of his and the whole match just toying with with roman's emotions and roman just snaps nothing you can do about it um the charles robinson moment where, like you said with the with the with the arm um i was just like yelling at the television I'm like charles what are you doing don't do it no and the fact that we all got that match wrong because of the the right. finish, we're just like, well, there's a good start to you the show. You got to think about things like that, like DQ finishes, I guess, when making predictions. It's true. It's true. But so we all started off with a a nice zero and one when it comes when it comes to that one. <laughs> um. After that, our our second match was the thirty woman Royal Rumble match, and. Your winner challenging whoever champion she wants to, which I kind of think we all know who it's going to be, Ronda Rousey making her return to WWE after a couple years dominates the end of that match and gets the win, eliminating Charlotte, who had the most eliminations in the the Women's Rumble with six, giving me a point, but... (laughs) Nobody actually. I don't think anybody picked Ronda at all. And you and I, when we did our pre-show, I didn't even think of Ronda. I thought someone picked Ronda, not necessarily to win, but as a surprise entrant. Did Riddler? Somebody? I thought somebody mentioned her. Maybe not. Yeah, looking over our notes. Yeah, I I wasn't thinking about her either. um, But I thought that this match did a better job than the men's rumble where there were a bunch of women in the end of the match that I could have seen a lot of them winning it. There were a Mm. lot of fun legends in the match. They did a lot of fun things with that. Lita looked awesome. She did. Yeah. Uh, I was a little surprised with no Trish. I figured with Mickey being there and Lita being there that we'd have Trish at some point. Um, But I guess not. That's fine. Uh, I, I did like the callback to right to censor. Yeah. With ivory. That was, that was great. Did you know, I just found this out actually looking on Twitter. She's 60 years old. 60. Yep. <laughs> she didn't look much like, different no, that... from 20 years ago. Nope. That's crazy. Not at all. I, I, yeah. I, 
said in a, in our group chat, I think like the right to censor got the biggest pop out of me out of the night. And the yeah. fact that they gave Ivory a microphone and let her talk walking down to the ring and even in the ring about like all of the, yep. her right to censor stuff. And now all things yep. have not changed, whatever she said. I have to go back and watch that. That was phenomenal so for me. Good. Yeah, she had that mic going throughout, like, way down in the ring. When Rhea picked her up, Rhea put her on the outside. She's still yelling at Rhea, knocks her off. She's like, ah! she falls out. It's like, come That's on. It's fantastic. It was. It truly was. Oh, man. And <laughs> with the, the Bellas, as soon as the Bellas got in the ring together, and I was doing a Zoom call during the Rumble with some friends, some who watch wrestling regularly and some don't. So it makes it kind of fun because a yeah. lot of your friends who don't watch wrestling regularly get into the rumble because it's, yeah, it's just a fun event. And yeah. somebody was saying like the Bellas sound like maybe they want to kind of get back into the wrestling a little bit. Like maybe this isn't like a one-time thing. Maybe they'll do a little something. So then I'm thinking like, oh, well, are they trying to set up some kind of program in the rumble? And then they, they bring Sarah Logan back. And they have that was, the Bellas that eliminate was awesome. both Sarah Logan and Liv Morgan, right? Liv. So is yeah. are we get, getting a tag team with the Bellas and them? Possibly it. Maybe. I mean, that was that was really nice to see uh, Sarah Logan come back, and she almost had that moment with Liv, and then, like you said, the Bellas attacked them, eliminated both of them. I would not be opposed to a little little riot squad. Minus obviously mm -hmm. the leader. Um, they have to call him something else, I <laughs> guess. A sh yeah, probably. Um, having them go against the Bellas, uh, I think that would be interesting. It wouldn't also, it wouldn't surprise me either if the Bellas eventually, if they are going to be back, we eventually win the WWE Women's Tag Team Championships because Ooh. the Bellas have their names on everything else. You, you'd think it's only a matter of time before they get a chance to, to take the women's titles as well. That would be really cool to see. Anything else in that, that match that really stood out to you? Mm -hmm. I was really hoping that Bianca Belair would win it. That was what I was really pulling for mm -hmm. to get the rematch and get her redemption with Becky at WrestleMania. So like I, if it's not going to be her, the big name recognition of Ronda Rousey and putting her up against Becky, most likely at WrestleMania, I, I totally understand that. So that's that's a decent consolation for me, even though I was slightly disappointed because I really wanted Bianca to win. Yeah, it would have been it would have been nice to have Bianca make history like that, winning back to back rumbles and. You know, they even talked about it um, tonight. Um, she would have joined um, Hulk Hogan, Shawn Michaels, and Stone Cold as being the only back-to-back -back champions. Um, but, unfortunately, that didn't happen. Um, Ronda looks pretty good. Mm -hmm. You know, being away from the ring for two years and having a child. So, you know, that changes a person. <laughs> so... She seems to be in good shape. Uh, having a, a little interaction with Shayna, that was interesting. Right. Wondering if they're going to join forces or if they'll eventually fight one another. I think that would be a fun fun little feud to watch between those two as, as well. 
And trying to think what else. Charlotte looked real good. Um, I do like the fact that she got so many eliminations and then got eliminated at the end. So it works out well. Because obviously there was history between her and Ronda as well. Right. But the next match after that was said Raw Women's Championship match. Becky Lynch taking on and defending her title against Dewdrop. This was my ultimate downfall. I tried to be risky. Tried to see if maybe Dewdrop would win or the DQ game. Right. I did not get either. So everybody else took a point on that one. I took the loss. I thought the match was was okay. Um, Becky and Dewdrop really didn't seem to have the, the greatest chemistry. That and the crowd was absolutely exhausted after that women's rumble. So thought it was good and you know it was good enough and and becky was able to retain her title right what do you think yeah i'm i'm in the same boat like i i thought the match was fine for what it was i thought maybe it was a little better than i was expecting um yeah it was it was a fine match it was a good match um and yeah one of those you need you need a break after like a big rumble match like that and yeah so it was it was there. It was good. You you picked the wrong spot to to take the chance like that. So when you should have done I it know. for Roman and Seth, you did. But you had the right idea, I guess. Yeah, and it's funny because now that you mentioned that, I, part of me actually thought about maybe taking Seth. Really, as, you know, just a yeah. I, I really i I was like right on the line. I'm like, nah, I'll go Roman with everybody else because it makes the most <laughs> sense. Um. Especially because with with WWE does not like to break up couples. So with Seth being on SmackDown as champion and Becky being on Raw, normally they don't they're not really good with that. So that's that was really what mm-hmm. pushed it over the edge. So I'm like, all right, I'll just go with Roman. But uh, Seth winning by DQ just uh, killed me. <laughs> just killed me. Could have made up an easy point there, but could have. Now, next pay-per-view, we're all going to be picking, like, totally against the grain, like, hoping for weird finishes like that in every match, right. and we're going to get all going to get zero. Yeah, pretty much. Yep. Yep. Yeah, that would not surprise me in the least. <laughs> so, uh, the match after that uh, was for the WWE Championship match. It was Bobby Lashley taking on Brock Lesnar in the match with two decades in the making and you want to talk about a dusty finish. <laughs> oh, this one had plenty of dust in it. <sighs> the The first thing that shocked me was Brock being sent to Suplex City. Only once, though. After that, the man got pissed. <laughs> he doesn't take kindly to that. No, no, no. Throwing... Throwing Lashley around. Um, no F5s in this match. Like a thousand spears, but no F5s. <laughs> Didn't Lesnar give Lashley an F5, but that was when the ref was knocked out? He oh, knocked no. out the ref with the F5. That's correct. Nope, you are correct in that. Thank you very much. Um, yes. I know, the inadvertent ref bump. Yeah, <laughs> two of them. As soon as that happened, I'm like, all right. Here comes here, here comes the shenanigans. What's going to happen next? 
And I honestly did not expect, I, I really didn't expect Roman to get involved. And for him to come running in, delivering the spear that he did, taking out Lesnar, and then, and then, walking over to Heyman, while Heyman's like clutching on to the WWE Championship, and Roman just puts out his hand, and Paul just gives him the title. I'm just like... Paul abides. Oh, my God. <laughs> I'm like, wait, was this all part of the plan? Like, what's going on? So I'm, I'm obviously now I'm really excited for SmackDown this Friday to see what happens. There has to be an explanation. I know that, that Paul was all upset that he missed his tribal chief and, and whatnot, but man, Roman smashes Brock over the face with the title. Bobby crawls right back into the ring. A new ref magically appears. <laughs> At just that time, right? Not earlier. Oh, yeah. Nobody saw anything happen. The ref's like, hey, I'm just going to take my time running down this ramp, slide into the ring, and oh, look, there's a pin attempt happening. <laughs> so we are right back into the Almighty era, which I'm okay with. I loved Lashley as champion, and I'm sure I will love him as champion once again. Makes you wonder what's going to happen. I'm assuming now Brock's going to go right over to SmackDown. And Elimination Chamber should be interesting. Yeah. But. I I mean, I, I knew as soon as Lashley came out with those white pants, I knew it was over. <laughs> I, I took a little <laughs> bit of a risk in our predictions. I thought maybe Lashley would come out with more UFC style shorts and that would cost him the match and I, I but then I knew as soon as he came out with those fresh white pants that that was a mistake and Lashley was going to win the match see you 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 stopped believing in the power of the pants and it cost you dearly. I believed in the power the of the I pants I just I just thought maybe maybe Lashley would forget his pants at home this time and maybe I could gain a point <laughs> on some people that way I knew if he wore the pants, he would win. I want to make that clear. Uh, yes, for those of you who don't know, there's a long-running joke that's been going on. Sam and I did a podcast uh, early in our early days called Lashley with Pants. And uh, it, it basically just rotates around when Lashley decided to go from shorts to pants, he was unstoppable. So that's been the running joke forever. Then when we started doing podcasts with our gentleman over it, back to the ring, we shared the story, and now it's just turned into a whole thing. CM Punk now, when he wears pants, it's the same thing. So we have the inevitable match, maybe one day, of Lashley with pants versus CM Punk with pants, and the whole world will explode at that exact moment because we are not ready for that amount of power. Dream match. Absolutely. Yeah. I don't know who would win. But it would be a 60 minute draw because they could not lose. <laughs> it would have to be. That's the only feasible way to save this planet from destruction. Right. But this, <laughs> yeah, this match um, does kind of where the pay per view turned for me, or sorry, premium live event turned for me. Oh, I know. That it, it was like, yeah, as soon as Brock lost, everyone's like, oh, all right, so. 
Brock's in the Rumble and he's going to win it. Um, yeah. yeah. So that kind of ruined that. And I, the match it was one I was looking forward to for a long time, Lashley and and Brock. And, and I am happy to see Lashley as champion again because he was a great champion. Love him ever, mm-hmm. ever since MVP's been with him. They've been great. But um, felt like, yeah, the, the match was a little bit of a disappointment, I think, overall. And then with yeah Brock going on to the Rumble, well, I guess we'll talk about that. But that yeah, that's that's where the pay per view turned for me because I love the first match, Roman and Seth. Love the women's Rumble. Um, mm-hmm. So and Becky and Dewdrop was fine, and then this kind of turned it for me. Okay, yeah, it was. I don't know. I, I'm kind of in the same boat with you when it comes to that. Um, although the next match, I, I was a fan of. Um, it was the Grit couple versus the Egg couple, um, Edge and Beth Phoenix taking on Miz and Maurice. And uh, I tweeted this out when I first saw Beth's look. I'm like, I'm a grown ass man, and I'm petrified of this woman right now. My God. <laughs> and yeah, it was. Th- this was a fun match. We all expected Edge and Beth to win, and they did. It was nice to see that. Um, they both uh, hit the glam slam on both of them to get the right. victory. They used that, that for cool. the finish. Yeah, that I thought that was yeah. cool. Yeah, with um, Beth wanting to fight Miz, and the crowd was just eating it up, and I was eating it up. I'm just like, yes, let him, let him fight. And of course, she starts to kick and, and punch Miz in the corner, and he's he's like trying everything he can to get out of the way. Yeah, it's it's good stuff. I know a lot of people don't like, or they, well, a lot of people don't like intergender wrestling, especially WWE, but when you do it right, it does a good job. And I thought this was one of those times where the limited amount of time that they did do it, it was, it was good. It was enjoyable. Yeah, it was a fun match. And yeah, Betty's hair was awesome. Very 80s, very badass. Right. I mean, she is so jacked. She's great. Um, <laughs> Right and just and and to have the Miz opposite her it works so perfectly mm. as, as him being that that kind of a kind of a scared kind of heel and at times and it, so this and the, but yeah the match was was a lot of fun I think they did a good job with it so this did bring me back into it for a little bit yeah and the men's rumble itself I thought was pretty good. Um, up until the moment I heard Brock's music hit, I was like, well, we're done here. <laughs> we can wrap this up right now because we all know what's going to happen. Uh, the nice surprise, we get both Bad Bunny and the best in the world, Shane McMahon, coming back. I thought that was pretty cool. Um, I didn't get my riddle of eliminating Randy. Thanks, Brock. I hate you. <laughs> You ruined it for me. Um, but yeah, like you said, the the moment Brock's music hit, it's just like, well, this is game. We all know what's going to happen. Because before that, no idea. If number 30 was anybody else. Unless it was The Rock. I was holding out a sliver of hope that it was still going to be The Rock. I know. I know. I know. It was funny. Um, that you mentioned that because on Good Pods, where we're all on mm. now, you should go check that out. 
give us some great likes. Ass. Listen to other podcasts. Great app to yes, get podcasts. App. Absolutely. Um, somebody actually listened to the pre-show that we did, and they said, I love the picks that these guys made, especially the one for The Rock. But I'm holding out for The Rock for next year. And I thought about it. And I'm like, they're in Hollywood next year. Mm. True. That's a that's a valid point. So, next rumble, but we might both be picking but, up. <laughs> but the thing is, though, then that means... Roman's going to hang on to the championship for a whole other year. I'm just wondering if I'm all right with that. He's had it for 500 something days and he's going to have it for another 365 plus 400. I mean, are he's, he's I'm worried. I think they said he's the fourth longest reigning champion now of all time. It's crazy. I mean, I guess the fourth. Yeah. I guess, yeah, maybe it'll still work out in the end, and maybe making it even longer will make it even more satisfying when The Rock shows up. But, like, are we going to get sick of Roman in the next year that he's going to still be champion? Um, but, all right. I mean, as long as we do get it in the end, I guess I'll be happy. Right. Yeah, definitely. So, closing thoughts. Out of a 10, I'd probably give this Rumble six and a half, seven, maybe. Wasn't spectacular. Um, the Roy Rumble sign caught on fire, which I thought was also an interesting tidbit. <laughs> so I'm like, well, that's kind of how the back half of the show went, guys. That's that was something. Good. Yeah, hopefully um, nothing else like caught fire from that from those sparks whatever um no it seemed to be fine yeah they lowered it real quick they jumped on it oh, real okay. quick i was i was i was scouring through twitter after yeah. i first heard about it I was like, oh, what's going on and but yeah they showed it they lowered it real quick they got in there they, they cleaned it up they even went back up and they even set off the the pyro again for brock so it's like all right apparently they, they either didn't learn that they, they learned from their lesson or they're like screw it it's the end of the show we don't care if it burns <laughs> yeah I, but yeah i'd rate it i was thinking around the same range like six and a half out of ten if I was going to give the whole show a rating, um, as you, the rumble, I think you, you definitely want, maybe you'd want more surprises. I think that the, a couple surprises they did have were good. Like on the women's, I'm, mm -hmm. I'm going to remember right to censor. And then Rhonda coming back was a big one, especially cause she won yeah. the damn thing. And <laughs> bad bunny still looked damn good in the ring, man. Like he didn't just come in, like he came in and he outlasted several people. He did some moves. Yep. He was good, man. And Shane yeah. was a fun surprise, but it just kind of felt like they uh, announced almost everybody. There weren't too many surprises or too many, like, it usually seems like there's more fun legends that come back that are surprises. I guess on the women's mm -hmm. side, there were plenty of legends that were announced ahead of time. Um, and the and the Brock thing, yeah, kind of put a, a damper on it for me. I don't think that's... Yeah. That's that didn't really rev my engines as much for um, uh, a rumble winner and what we're setting up for on the road to WrestleMania. Right, because now we are officially on that road. 
63 days away from WrestleMania, which for some reason feels considerably shorter than what I'm used to. I don't know why. It just it just feels like I'm I'm used to like 70 70 plus days. Well, like 63. Look, wait. Okay. Because when I first saw that commercial, I was like, oh, this is a new commercial. And I'm like, oh, it's it's the WrestleMania commercial. Duh. <laughs> so it'll be it'll be interesting to see what happens because now in three weeks, uh, they'll all be going back to Saudi Arabia and we'll be having Elimination Chamber. So it makes you wonder how many we're going to have over there and if we're going to have any title changes moving forward. Raw should be fun on Monday to see if if, uh, Ronda has anything to say, because I believe they said that she will be on the show. So see if she calls out Becky right off the the rip, or if she decides to wait until after Elimination Chamber. So we'll see. Yeah, I guess it starts to get real fun now, in theory, this time of year. And with that Ship It Studios wrestling belt really on the line, I got to reconsider my strategy for picking in these next couple shows because what I'm doing now is not working. Hey, you know, you got to take some risks because, you know, you play it safe, then everybody's going to have the same record. That's right. So. But, but I think that is it for us tonight. Thank you guys for watching. Hope you guys enjoyed the Rumble. Let us know what you guys thought of it. Uh, once again... Mr. Zach, thank you so much for being on the show tonight and for doing the pre-show with me as well. Why don't you let everybody know your socials, and then we'll we'll get to bed. <laughs> bed sounds good now, although I'm a little jacked up. <laughs> Happy to be with you as always, though, Scott. So I represent myself and the Riddler from Back to the Ring. Hit us up on Twitter at Back the Number Two The Ring. And uh, we'll start pumping out season two of our fun fantasy booking show pretty soon. But check out the first seven episodes we put out if you haven't already. Yeah, season one was a lot of fun to listen to. Uh, I know that myself and Sam were part of the last two episodes of your first season. So guys, go over, take a listen to all of their stuff. Let them know what you guys think of it. I thought it was fun. I I love those fantasy bookings where you bring people that were not in like some of the best matches that ever happened and you throw in new talent and see how you can book it. So for us, you can find us on Twitter at above the ring. You can find us also on Facebook, on Instagram and on YouTube as well as above the ring. You find myself pretty much everywhere. Scotty J stream, and you can find this podcast that will be coming out Sunday morning on every podcasting platform that is out there. Uh, if you listen on one that we're not a part of, let us know. We'll add ourselves to it. That way you can do all your podcast shopping in one area and uh, add a little bedlam to your day from above the ring. Once again, thank you guys so much for listening. Mr. Zach, a pleasure as always. I look forward to our next video our next podcast together and hopefully we can maybe have our tag team match back instead of having our partners barred from ringside (laughs) gotta mix it up gotta mix up the matchups and the stipulations that's true as long as there's no handicap matches i don't know if i could have handled both you and riddler at the same time that might have been too much that might have been too much we'll have our own elimination chamber or something 
Oh, that's true. That's true. We need to get two more people then so we can have a, a traditional six-man <laughs> elimination chamber match. So, guys, most importantly, though, do not forget to ship it and join the Bedlam. Have a good night. Welcome to the All 80s Movies Podcast. I'm Bill. And I'm Jason, and this is the podcast where we talk about the blockbusters, the flops, and everything in between from one of the freshest decades for movies, the 1980s. So whether you're a brain, a jock, a valley girl, or a Jedi, we've got some 80s classics for you. Do these movies stand the test of time? Are we discovering something new? Is there an 80s movie we're finally watching for the first time? Join us each week as we dive into the cinematic nostalgia that inspired and influenced a generation. From the hits to the cult classics, we'll discuss our earliest memories, favorite scenes, fun facts, and our not-so-favorite movie moments, too. It's the All 80s Movies Podcast, now available on all major streaming platforms. Please subscribe and happy listening.